0: Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Carractor, the presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you today to our podcast as we look at the summary of the book of Daniel today. As we know that Daniel and the book of Revelation go hand in hand, and there are many signs and many wonders within the recorded book of Daniel. But let us first go to the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your tender kindness and your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for the atoning blood of Jesus that has redeemed us from the curse of the law. For without, Father, blood, without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. We thank you for his blood that was shed at Calvary's cross. We also thank you, Lord God, for the word, that he was in flesh, that came with him, and he was that with us. And Lord, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord God, for all those that are listening to this podcast today, those that have, Father, has indoctrinated it into their lives, and Father, have now walking circumspectly with thee in the word of God. And Father, we thank you. And we praise you. We want to give you the glory. And we bind Satan right now, his demons, Father, his cohorts, all those that practice witchcraft, voodoo, spiritualism, familiar spirits, anything that is not like you, that's not written, Father God, in the commandments and in the, hallelujah, the covenant of grace by faith in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for, Lord God, that in Jesus' name. Amen. As I said, we are going to look into the book, the summary of the book of Daniel. We know that the author of the book of Daniel is identified as the prophet Daniel, as the author. In Daniel chapter 9 verse 2, chapter 10 verse 2, Jesus mentioned Daniel as the author as well in Matthew chapter 24 verse 15. The date of the writing of the book of Daniel it was likely written between 400 and 540 and 530 B.C. The purpose of the writing, in 605 B.C., Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had conquered Judah and deported many of his inhabitants to Babylon. Daniel was included. Daniel served in the royal court of Nebuchadnezzar, and several rulers who followed Nebuchadnezzar. The book of Daniel records the actions and prophecies and the visions of the prophet of Daniel. Key verses in the book of Daniel are, Daniel chapter one, verse 19 and 20. The king talked with them and found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, so they entered into the king's service. We're talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were given Babylonian names. In every manner of wisdom and understanding which the king questioned them, he found them to be ten times better than the magicians and enchanters in his old kingdom, in his whole kingdom. That's saying a lot. Daniel chapter 2 verse 31 you looked, O king, and there before you stood a large statue, an enormous, dazzling statue, awesome in appearance. Daniel chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. If you were thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and we will rescue, He will rescue us from your hands, O King. This is this is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego speaking to the king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. A lot of people set up things and want you to worship them in them. Daniel chapter 4, verse thirty-five, four and 35. Dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generations Two generations, all the people of earth are regarded as nothing. <clears throat> Excuse me. He does as he pleased with the powers of heaven and with the people of the earth. Now, no one can hold back his hand or say to him, "What have you done?" Daniel chapter nine verse twenty-five through twenty-seven. Know and understand, understand this. From the issuing of the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem unto the anointed one, the ruler, comes that will be seven sevens and sixty-two sevens. It will be rebuilt with the streets and a trench, but in times of trouble. After sixty-two sevens, the anointed one will cut off and will have nothing the people are the rulers who will come, will destroy this city and the sanctuary. The end will, be, will, come, will come like a flood, excuse me. War will continue until the end and the desolations have been decreed. We will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. In the middle of the seven, he will put an end to the sacrifice and offering. I want you to study that. And on a wing of the temple, he will set up an abomination that will cause desolation unto the end that is decreed is poured out on him. The brief summary of this book, chapter one describes the conquest of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. Along with many others, Daniel and his three friends were deported to Babylon and because of their courage and the obvious blessings of God upon them, they were promoted in the king's service. That's found in Daniel chapter 1, verses 17 through 20. Chapters 2 and 4 record Nebuchadnezzar having a dream that only Daniel could correctly interpret. Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a great statue represented the kingdom that would arise in the future. Nebuchadnezzar made a great statue of himself and forced everyone to worship it. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego refused and were miraculously spared by the God by God despite of being thrown into the fire and fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar was is judged by God for his pride but later restored once he recognized and admitted God's sovereignty. Daniel chapter 5 records Nebuchadnezzar's son, Belshazzar misusing the items taken from the temple in Jerusalem and receiving a message from God written onto, into the wall in response. Only Daniel could interpret the writing, a message of God, a message coming, coming judgment from God. Daniel is thrown into the lion's den for refusing to pray to the emperor, but was miraculously spared. In chapter 7, God gave Daniel a vision of four beasts. The four beasts represented the kingdom of Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. In chapter 8, verse 12, contain a vision involving the ram, the goat, and several horns, also referring to future kingdoms and their rulers. Daniel chapter 9 records Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy. God gave Daniel the precise timeline in when the Messiah will come and be cut off. The prophecy also mentions a future ruler will will make a 70-year a seven-year covenant with Israel and break it after three and a half years, following shortly thereafter by the great judgment and consummation of all things. Daniel is visited and strengthened by an angel after a great vision, and the angel explained the vision to Daniel in great detail. Foreshadowing. We see in the stories of the fiery furnace and Daniel in the lions' den a full sharing of the salvation provided by Christ. The three men declared that God was is saving a saving God who can provide a way of escape from the fire. Daniel chapter 9 verse 3 chapter 3 excuse me chapter verse 17. In the same way by sending Jesus to die for our sin God has provided an escape from the fires of hell. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. In Daniel's case, God provided an angel to shut the lion's mouth and save Daniel from death. Jesus Christ is our provision from the dangers of the sins that threaten to consume us. Daniel's vision of the end times depicts Israel's Messiah, by whom many will be made pure and holy. Found in Daniel chapter 12, verse 10. It is He is righteous. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. By whom our sins, through the blood red, will be washed away, and we will be as white as snow found in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Let's have a look at the practical application here. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we should stand for what we know is right. God is greater than any punishment that can come upon us. Whether God chooses to deliver us or not, he is always worthy of our trust. God knows what is best. And he honors those who trust and obey him. I hope you hear that today. I pray that we will become willing and obedient and eat the good of the land. God has a plan. His plan is down to intricate detail. God knows and is in control of the future. Everything that God has predicted has come true exactly as he predicted it. Therefore, we should believe and trust That The things he has predicted for the future will one day occur exactly as God has declared. We know the book of Daniel goes right along with the book of Revelation. God is showing us, Christian believers, Judaic Jews, and all those that know anything about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. And the God of Jacob. He's telling us of the future kingdoms. He's telling us of the demise. He's telling us about the redemption that we will receive. Through Christ Jesus as the Messiah, we know when He said He was cut off, that means He went to Calvary. That means that He was crucified to pay the debt that we should be paying. A lot of us think that we own the world. We think we are great. We think we 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 have more than we sh- than other people. But we have nothing. For the earth is I to the Lord and the fullness thereof. We have nothing in this world but faith in God, and through faith in God and His Son comes the covenant. And the blessings of Abraham. Now, I don't want anyone to get a misunderstanding concerning the covenant. We have a better covenant. Do you realize under the law you didn't even have a right to pray? Let's look at that. You didn't have the right to pray because the priest had to go into the holies of holies once a year to give a sacrifice for the sins that we have created, they had created or done. And God allowed him to come in and if he wasn't clean, he was dragged out. But because of Christ, because of his redemptive power, because of his love for us, we were given grace and mercy that we can go through thro- boldly before the throne of grace, this is something people take uh, for granted. We don't have anything in this world naked that we come into this world and naked shall we leave. It is it's, it's a shame and a disgrace to live your life in blindness. And in disobedient to God because we lack understanding, a lot of people don't want to listen to prophecy. A lot of people don't think that there are any prophecy prophets anymore. Oh, they died with the apostle. Lie! God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a God that changes not, and I'd like to know. If there are no more prophets, then what am I? Because I prophesy all over the world, and everything that I speak comes to pass. Why? Because you'll know the Lord sent the prophet. By what the prophet says must agree with the plan, the will, and the word of God. And secondly, it must come to pass. Daniel's word, as well as every prophet, whether it is the major prophet's, The minor prophets, wherever they might be, and whatever may be recorded by them, it has or shall come to pass because God has ordained it, God has spoken it, and God is able to bring it into fruition. May God bless you this evening. May God continue to smile upon you and give you peace. And I say, you go to the church, as you go to your heart, as you go to your secret closet, Please share this message with you, your family, and with all those that will listen to God and his word. God bless you.